everybody. Welcome to the Book Talking Podcast. This is our first episode, so please be nice to us. Yes, we are live in the studio, the studio being my studio apartment. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Molly. And I'm Mike. So, yes, that makes us Mike and Molly, like the hit television show that I think won an Emmy. Maybe it was a daytime Emmy, though. But lots of things won a daytime Emmy. I'm like 99% sure Liv and Maddie from Disney Channel won a daytime Emmy. But to be fair... Liv and Maddie wasn't that bad. It truly was a cinematic masterpiece. Dove Cameron put her... Her whole camera scene. Camera scene. <laughs> no, she really did. She said, um, I'm going to get the duality of man and play a sporty girl and a and not a, sporty and girl. A, and a girly girl. Nobody's ever done that before. I'm different. I'm unique. And we said, we said, I think in some ways, yes. In this other ways, no. But, you know, she looks so different. Though. Yeah. You know, same with Sabrina Carpenter. But that's another. <laughs> that's another. That's another, that's another episode. That's another story. Well, everyone stream emails like yes. send them support <laughs> our girly so she can get out of her Netflix contracts. Yes, to be in those awful, awful movies. Oh my goodness, they just keep getting worse. <laughs> they just keep getting worse. Tall girl. <laughs> Sorry, that was probably Tall girl too. <laughs> that was probably a gross sound to hear. But a, a fair one. It was warranted. It was. Okay, so despite what we have been talking about, this is a book podcast. Yeah, this is in fact a book podcast. More um, specifically, a romance book podcast. But for contemporary right now. romance. Yes, contemporary. Con- for, those are, I think, like, for us, that's like our favorite genre. It, our genre. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, something that we talk about a lot. We. It definitely has, like, a huge hold over us, so it we does. said... It literally is a chokehold on me and my reading. Exactly. And we said, you know what? A lot of people have podcasts about books, and a lot of people, you know, they talk about so many things. Just, but, like, contemporary yes. fiction. You know, but, you know, we're not fiction. talking about romance books because we put them in a box. Because, like, uh-huh, only girls like them. But, like, every everyone likes romance books. And they're fun and silly. And if you don't think they are, you're just not reading correctly. <laughs> it's like the rom-com renaissance, you know? It is the rom-com of like Of, of film. You know, everyone enjoys them. They're fun. When Harry Met Sally is people's, like, like most people's favorite movie of all time. I've never seen that movie. It's, I've seen, like, half of it. Um, no disrespect to all my When Harry Met Sally fans and the people that made When Harry Met Sally. I know they're not listening to this. But, like, if they are... I could not get Props into it. to you, girl. Yeah, it's one of Sebastian Stan's, like, favorite movies. I know. Is that the one scene when they're in the diner, and then she, like, moans, and then they're like, I'll have what she's having? Is that the one movie? I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is, yeah. I think also, I think also it's just, like, you know, talking about kind of why we wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. That was probably yeah. loud. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but why we wanted to do this, and, like, I don't know. That we actually, like, really respect this genre. Like, it is it is really silly genre, and I think that is one of my favorite things about it. I think that a lot of media, especially fiction and, like, books lately, take themselves way too seriously. And don't get me wrong, I read those books. I love those books. I'll, I'll, we'll link our Goodreads accounts, you yeah, know. you can see what we read, but sometimes it's just you need something to escape. And I like these silly little books, and they're silly little characters. And I like low-key kind of knowing what's going to happen, but still being like... Oh, girl, you did that? Like, stuff like that. It's fun. We've read so many contemporary romances already. So, but if you guys are like, you really want us to cover one? We'll um, do it. Of course. We're we're of the people. And we'll and we'll do a reread, you know? No, I love a reread. I've read, and we'll get to this later, but <laughs> I've read Beach Read probably five or six times. It's a comfort book, for it, real. It's a comfort book. Um, but anyways, take a hint, Danny Brown. I think, like, 
Zaf's character kind of like his like favorite like genre of reading is romance books. Oh, yeah. yeah, it like helped him with his anxiety. He's like, I like that you know everyone gets a happy ending even though they go through like you know bad things. And I think especially contemporary romance right now kind of handles a lot of huge themes. Yes, but it's like not their whole life. It's just a yes, part of it. yes. So it's not like you know like where you see in a lot of you know the all, all, all like, like adult fiction. Yeah, the the rise of like all of this like general fiction that just focuses on kind of like. These super Trauma. hard-hitting, yes, these super hard-hitting things, which is, we, it's important, we need that. Yeah, like, like, representation of that definitely matters, and it's nice to see that in a book, but you know, it is also nice to see it not as the main focus. And when these, like, people get, like, happy endings still, like, I don't know, I think. It's really nice. I think that's probably, like, one of the most satisfying things about romance books is, like, you know, and we'll talk, the one we're going to use today is an example of, like, how our segments are going to go, mm-hmm. and, you know, how this is going to go for us is Beach Read mm-hmm. by Emily Henry, one of the best novels. Yeah, truly a novelist. Of all time. Yeah, I just, like, screamed that into the mic, and I meant novels. it. Novels. It is. Yeah, no, I I said what I meant, and I meant what I said. Yeah. And don't think anything that. otherwise. Exactly. Don't um, But, yeah, no, we're, we, we have a lot of ideas for this podcast, and, like, kind, it's kind of going to be, I guess, set up like a, like a book club mm-hmm. that you can just kind of, like, listen to because i don't know a lot of book clubs aren't accessible very very true and i feel like a lot of book clubs especially right now i think this is just like the uprise of like a lot of amazing general fiction books so true like because because don't get us wrong we love like we read so much general fiction but it's like there are so many podcasts about all of those books exactly and if you try to look up like i'm a big podcast girly i love a podcast and to hear other people's thoughts and there's not really a big uh section of the podcast community that talks about these books so and i just i yeah i mean if celebrity memoir book club can do what they do no we can do what we do we can do what we do hi celebrity memoir book club if you're listening claire and ashley i love you guys you guys guys are very fun you're very you're very silly and you know i really like when you guys rip on men's memoirs i think that's I think that we need more of that as a society. Yeah. So sorry for the hit you got in your... Um, the Matthew Perry one, right? Yeah. They literally, like, everyone was like, oh my god, you don't like Chandler from Friends? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he was awful to everyone around him. I'm yes. sorry. No, I didn't like him. Yeah, I... And that's, like, another thing, like, dis, like, dis, like disclaimer, disclaimer should say. You don't have to agree with our opinions. No, I, if our opinion is different than yours and you don't want to hear it, you can literally turn this off and never listen it's yeah no it's it's literally but, so easy i mean yeah. if you want to send us hate mail that's honestly kind of funny it's kind of slay i'm not gonna lie i y- y'all are drinking the haterade <laughs> and also uh couldn't be anything i haven't thought myself <laughs> couldn't be anything. you think you hate me more than i hate me wrong, oh, wrong. <laughs> um yeah no i think i think that this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be great. It's gonna be silly. Uh huh. You're probably like, this is a super long intro, Mike and Molly. It's not. I want you to know we can and will speak for hours. Yeah. Yeah, we we could keep going. I will never run out of a thought to say. It probably won't be an original one, <laughs> but it'll be up there. Well, just to to just to you know, put you on blast. Yeah. Molly said something that I I think about at least once every single day, how no one has ever had an original thought, and, like, TikTok has made that, like, extremely worse. Uh, No, it's abundantly clear. And, yeah, no, I've... I've never had an original thought. Everything that I've thought is somebody else's thought and probably worded better. Yeah. It's hard to come to terms with. But, you know, maybe we'll be the first people to put these thoughts 
about this yeah into a podcast so yeah you guys probably will agree with us because i truly am just like every other girly um and there's nothing wrong with that i think that's no. like a, like another huge thing um uh we we are we are just like other girls yeah <laughs> respect well i'm not a girl yeah disclaimer mike's not a girl mike's so. not a girl disclaimer if you don't like that, yeah, <laughs> don't then, listen. Ooh, yeah, if you don't like that, then <laughs> see the fucking door, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And for the sake of, you know, what we're going to call our pilot episode. This is our pilot, yeah. Because I, I know that's a good, like, it's not like a, it's not a TV podcast show, thing. But, but yeah, I know it's a TV show thing. But I, one thing about me, I love television. Me too. I love television. I love film. I love. I love media. Yeah, I love, no, I just love media. Not necessarily social media, but consuming media. Yeah, like I, because I, I will say I love a, I love a TikTok. I do love TikTok. But I think it's just like a little, little short movie. It is, a little short little thing. Digestible, ADHD brain. Yeah. Great. And sometimes I like, you know, I, I think YouTube, I kind of only really like her to watch like interviews. That's valid. I like, you know I love a video essay. See, you know, Molly is a certified Mike's Mike lover. I do. Mike's, Mike's Mike, Mike, if you're listening. I love you, dude. Yeah. We, your work is supported here. That little Australian here. twink. Oof. Your work is supported here, Mike's Mike. We're going to use B-Treat as just like the quantifier. Example. Of what a rom, like a contemporary romance book should be. Mm-hmm. Um, we might refer to them as rom-coms because, I mean, they are. They're just in book form. They literally are. They're literally just in book form. They're just in book form. We're gonna, you know... You tell me 27 Dresses wouldn't be a book you would read nowadays. And the thing is, is that... Yeah, you can't tell me that. You you would read it. Yeah. I would, I would read it. I, I would read, read the heck it. out of me it. Me too. Um, but also, I understand that some people don't like Beatree because it focuses so much on the not-romance of it all. Um, and I understand those people. But to that I say... I don't even know what I have to say to you, actually. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand that. App. <laughs> I don't understand that. Personally, personally, you don't. I think you know. You see, I think this is kind of what I like about, especially Emily Henry books, and like, what how I think Emily Henry is really like, you know, really kind of like set herself as like such like an important author Her? in this genre, yeah. because Emily is, she's taking all these huge themes, tackling it, and she's also just like showing you people like pretty vulnerably falling in love mm-hmm. you can kind of see it on both sides even though like each character is being silly about it yeah and i think it does go to show that you can be a little silly about grief and trauma and it doesn't have to be this like debilitating thing that defines every aspect of who you are i mean it kind of does but you know like, and they're also like like complicated they are complicated like you know she's creating these really complicated characters mm-hmm. too and they're really complex. And I think that's, like, another thing I like about Beach Read. Um, I think, also, uh, Mike has not read People We Meet on Vacation. Just no, to... I have not. One thing about us, we don't really like the friends to lovers. Yes. I, I like, I, I'm going to I'm gonna disclaim that. We're going to talk about, once we start talking about Beach Read, we'll probably talk about some tropes that we don't like. Mm-hmm. And some tropes that's going to be really hard for us to talk about. We'll like, books it. that are hard to read. We'll yeah. It. But it's just, like, because the people that they talk about in like, the friends to lovers trope are always, like, so close. I think about how close I am with, like, Mike. And if suddenly I was like, no, I'm in love with you, that'd be so fucking weird. It's also, like, I just, I feel like it's... And I know it does happen in real life, but I think there are ways for it to happen in real life that seem, like, a little more natural and, like, less artificial. But I feel like in a lot of the friends to lovers books, Mm -hmm. they always know. Both of them. They, They always have this, like, huge, like, 
desire for one another, but they're like, oh no, but we're just friends. Like nothing can happen now. And it's like, you've had feelings for this, like romantic feelings for this person for 10 years, not gotten over them. Mm-hmm. Cause it'd be one thing if you had them and then you got over them. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that initial like attraction. Yeah, sure. But like to be friends with someone for like 10, 10 years, years and like never say shit. And then just like, I couldn't, no, like I just don't see it. But, you know, maybe I just haven't read the correct Friends to Lovers yet. Maybe if I read a really good one, I'll enjoy the trope enough to read. But, like, just for right now, it's not my favorite. Yeah, no, I I, I think uh, one thing to know about us, it's going to be a lot of enemies to lovers and exes to lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, Some guy falls first. Yeah, no. Uh, I d- okay, now that we're talking about it, technically... Beach read. No, um, Danny Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take a hint, Danny Brown. Mm-hmm. In Take a Hint, Danny Brown, uh, the our, both of our leading characters are friends before they become lovers. Yeah, but I think it's because It's done not, well. It is very, and there's fake well. dating. And there's fake dating. Always love that. Fake dating, fake dating makes friends to lovers okay. Yeah. And I, but also, they weren't, like, that good of friends. Yeah, they weren't, like, 10-year friends. They weren't, like... It was literally going friends. on like family vacations and like yeah, no, like not like that. Show. That is that is weird to me. That is weird to me. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a fan I of that. Th- okay, so maybe we like friends or lovers if they're like loose friends, acquaintances vibes. Yeah, but I think that that is like something that a lot of. I think that's like I feel like that's basic though. I I feel like a lot of like people who like friends to lovers like the we've been friends for ten years. No. Which are you guys okay? No, like that's your favorite trope. I mean, I guess you can say the same thing for us being like enemy, like to, yeah, like yeah. enemies to lovers. I saw that one TikTok that was like, you like enemies to lovers because you love the fact that somebody could like see the worst parts of you and then still choose to like love you. And I was like, you do not have to fucking call me out like that, bitch. Yeah, but, but I think that like the thing about enemies to lovers too is that it was they ne- never hate each other. No, it's just like misunderstanding. Yeah, and they always it's always because they're like horny for one another and then it doesn't work out. And then they're like, I hate you. Mm. Attraction is a weird thing. Hey, it is. It's a, it's a really weird thing. Um, let's start talking about, like, Beach Read and show people Um, what this podcast and, like, how we're going to be talking to, how we're going to be book talking. Book talking. If, if, if you, if you will. If you will. And I would. And I do. (laughs) And I do. And I do. Anyways, so our first segment that, you know, we're going to trademark. We're going to trademark the segment. Anyone that takes this. You'll be hearing from our lawyers. (laughs) There will be hell to pay. Three years, though. (laughs) <laughs> maybe four because of the gap year yeah to be determined it's okay. to be de- anyways <laughs> um but yeah this is this is gonna be called our adhd recap we're gonna talk about the plot and like give you a synopsis but it's gonna be all in a circle and it might make sense to you it might not make sense to you yeah and hopefully you've done your homework and done the reading but if you haven't and just you know do the reading next time yeah. mm-hmm. do the reading keep up with the class keep up with the class babes you're fine um, behind Anyways, so... I'm going to hand this over to Mike, because Mike has definitely read this book more than me. I've read this book six times. Let's do this. I don't own it, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I own it. I've cried over this in a bathtub, in the bed, everywhere. Um, anyways, so our our story begins with January Andrews starting the the trek to her, uh, this this house that her father owns, or owned, that she never knew about. It's this, like, lake house. She never knew about it, because... It was the love nest that her dad cheated on her mom with. T. T, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's there, and he just, her dad just died. 
And so yeah. she just found out about the cheating, and she, you know, thought that her parents had this, like, epic love story. Perfect marriage. Yes. You know, he, he, you know, her dad stayed with her mom during, like, two, uh, two bouts of, like, cancer, mm-hmm. or, you know, you always have cancer, but you know what I mean? Like, the first time, like, the first stage that they, when they found it, and yeah, then when, when it, it came back. yeah, and, you know, she gets back into remission, um, but, yeah, so, like, January was just like, no, I have perfect parents, and, um, she was in this, like, that was a lie. yeah, movie relation, like, you know, this relationship that she thought would, like, be, like, in a rom-com book, you know, that's how she thought her relationship was, like, mm-hmm. um, like, this golden boy, Jacques, which is such a silly yeah, name. Such a silly name. Yeah, he's like an ER doctor. How did you ever think you're gonna marry a guy named Jacques? <laughs> yeah, unless your name is Jacques. Sorry. Um, but anyways, so you know she breaks up with him because she can't handle her grief and she can't be the person that she was in that relationship because that person doesn't exist now that she knows that her father wasn't who he was supposed like who he she thought he was. Yeah. And uh, January is also an only child, and that really shows. Yeah. It really shows. Me and um, you, girl. Me and you. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, really, like, millennial things, too, at the beginning that we see. You know, like, she has this, like, obsession with, um, like, some some weird fashion choices that are, like, it's giving millennial. Mm-hmm. But, like, honestly, in a good way. I think no, January. Yeah, I think January is, like, a really, really relatable character. I agree. And we really like her. And. Yeah, I know. She goes to this town. Yeah. It's called North Bear Shores. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this, like, Hallmark town in Michigan. And she's on the lake. Literally on the ni- lake. But since it's a cabin. The houses are pretty close to each other. Mm-hmm. And one night, the first night she's there, there's this loud party. This she's is like, who the fuck is throwing this Who thing? the fuck is throwing this party? All of a sudden, everybody hurts by, what is it, R.E.M. is playing? Yes. Yes. And so she's like, she's like, oh my God, let me go tell this guy to shut up. And she tells him to shut up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't realize who it is yet. No. She realizes... The next day. Yeah. Because they don't really see each other. Yeah, because it's dark. Yeah, but she's like, oh my god, my neighbor is so loud, annoying, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and then, you know, the next day, she wakes up, she goes to bed, and then she wakes up, and then she goes to the, the town, like, coffee shop slash bookstore, because mm-hmm. these towns always have one. And it's the one. And and they should. No, and they should. And they should. Every time should. Every, and they should. Um, and she sees... These signed copies of her arch nemesis from grad school. Was it grad school? No, I think it was undergrad. I think it was undergrad. Yeah, I think it was undergrad. She didn't go to grad school. This was the whole thing. Because he goes to grad school. Um, his name is oh, yeah. his name is Gus. Augustus. Yes, Augustus Everett. And um, she she's like, oh, I hate him. And then she sees him in the coffee shop. And she's like, what the fuck? And she freaks out. And she yeah. freaks out because like... This is supposed to be her little like safe haven, go away. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes, because Gus always made her feel like she was just like fairy princess, and she was like, "I'm not a fairy princess," even though like I write rom com, like romance books. Um, And and that's another thing. January's feeling very not wanting to write the rom coms anymore after the realization about her dad. She's like, "This is a huge thing. Fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore." This is a huge thing. Um, This is like you know, they end up striking up a deal because Gus is struggling to write his next great American novel. Pretentious ass. Yes. What? What's what? (laughs) You know, trademark, that's what January calls it. Mm-hmm. Um, and January wants to do something different. So she... So they yeah. s- they strike up this deal, and they go on, you know, this little journey together to, mm-hmm. you know, challenge each other to write... Gus is going to write a romance book. Mm-hmm. And then January's going to write the next great American novel. 
and they're going to put pin names on it and see who can get their books sold first. And whoever does has to write on the book. Like, you know, they have to endorse it. Because mm-hmm. they're both popular authors. In their genre. Genre. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right. so. As you, as you can assume, crazy antics ensue. No, the, and the antics are sweet. The antics and, are sweet. And they fall in love. You unpack more of January's grief. You learn yes. a lot more about Gus, Gus and, and what he situation. was going through. Yeah. Because Gus has, Gus has a lot of problems, and a lot of the reasons that Gus picked on January was because, because of those problems. And then you know January is just like, well, none of it was true. So we get to see these people kind of like grow with each other mm-hmm. and fall in love together, and it's beautiful and it all works out. And I love it, and I think it's so great. Good. And you're like, wow, you really, you really went ham in the beginning on that on that um recap yes i did because i really had to set it up for you you know you had to get the vibes you had I, to get the aesthetic if i didn't set it up i feel like it would just be more confusing because like i feel like a lot of the middle is like if you you have to do the reading no because a lot of the middle it's not like you know these books are never very plot heavy it's always just the characters scene to scene to scene yeah it's like if anyone out there has like you know some theater experience or some like script writing experience it's like literally like loosely a script Mm-hmm. And I For think sure. that that's like the best thing about this genre. Genre. But yeah, um, that's our little ADHD recap. Yeah. So that might not be the format of every ADHD recap, but that's the, the point of them. Yeah, that's the point of them. Today it was that. So today that's what it was, and um, <laughs> next time it'll be different, and maybe it won't. Who knows? Who knows? Not me. Mm, I sure don't. <laughs> Anyways, um, another one of our segments is gonna be uh, where on the map are we today because as we all know there's only really four locations um present in these novels so you can either be in california new york seattle or hallmark and we all know what we mean by hallmark we really yeah and i think we also kind of chose beach read because emily henry loves loves to give us hallmark she loves to give us a hallmark location Mm -hmm. she does um and I feel like that's the one that's going to be like, people are going to be like, what? What do you mean by that? You know well, let me, let, yeah. And if you don't, we'll tell you. Small town. Like 12 people. Has a coffee store bookshop. Coffee. Sh- yeah. Coffee shop bookshop. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows everyone. Except for when they don't. <laughs> and there's always like one hot guy no, that gets in the way. One fucking hot guy. There's, there can, there can only be one. And an ex-girlfriend. And an, oh. Always There's always an ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Like book lovers. Yeah, every <laughs> single time. Every single time. Yeah, they, like, get in a relationship, and, like, the main character and the hot guy get in a relationship, and then the whole town's like, but do you know about the ex-girlfriend? And she's like, no, I don't. No, but there's also always a hot guy, like, to get in the way of, like, our two main characters, That's too. That's true. That's true. Like, a hot, like... Hot cowboy. Hot, hot cowboy. Hot ranch hand. Hot... Truck driver. Truck driver. Yeah, hot mechanic. Hot uh, lawyer. I don't know. Hot doctor. But he's also always very boring. So. He's extremely boring, and his whole thing is that, like, oh, I want a wife and kids tomorrow. Like, literally right now. Like, literally, I'll propose to you right now. But I don't care that you have thoughts and opinions. No, don't keep don't those, have them. Keep those to yourself, babe. Don't have thoughts and opinions. No. Don't do that. Um, but, yeah, this town is... Bear Fall, well, North Bear Shores, North Michigan. Bear Shores, Michigan. We're, we're currently in North Bear Shores, and Michigan. People forget we're in Michigan a lot because a lot of like the edits I see beach read are very like... On the beach. On the beach, which yeah. is like, not what the Michigan beaches look like. It's like a lake. It's a, it's a lake beach. Mm-hmm. 
lest we not forget. Yeah, and, um... Do you feel like the location played a big part in this book? I mean, yes, because them... I feel like the cabin played more of a part than the... I think also the location, because, like, they kept being forced, you know, to, like... In these situations. Yeah, to be in, like, these, like, you know, small venues... Well, not small venues. Small, like, you know, restaurants Mm -hmm. and, you know people's houses because there wasn't like you know oh we're just gonna go hang out at the bar there wasn't a bar yeah that's true you know they were either going to coffee shop bookshop or you know the owner of the coffee shop bookshop pete they were going to her house Mm -hmm. or you know they were driving an hour or two this is a huge thing they spend so much time in the the car car together they spend like two hours tension in the car yes lots of sexual tension in the car um okay so i think the location like the small town definitely does like play a huge part because of that like it's yeah, like it puts them in some situations yeah not and then a lot of like because they're in a small town they do spend a lot of time in each other's Presence. houses <laughs> yeah they spend a lot of time there and they're like they're also neighbors yeah they're like extremely close like they share like almost like a, it seems like they almost like share like a fence yeah I, that's what i was getting like the way cabins are set up like it makes sense to me like they're like they're really close yeah i agree like, yeah they're really close very close yeah, yeah. very close I can't believe this is the first time the British accents popped up. They're going to happen. They're going to happen a Sorry. lot. And you're going to be like, what? And we're going to be like, it's okay. Just don't even worry about it. Let it go. It. Let it go. Don't even worry about it. But yeah, um, so because we do like, you know, where in the world are we today? Uh, we're going to start having like a little map. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put up, we're going to put a pin. Is map. North Bear Shores a real place? It, no, but I read it was based off some other place it was based lar- largely off the towns of holland and another thing i'm not gonna even try to pronounce saugatuck saugatuck um sounds like a slur anyone in michigan if you guys can tell us how to pronounce that thanks. that'd be great and also thanks, if girlies. you live in those towns tell us like were you getting like war flashbacks from beach read yeah being like oh my god why is that which there? is the plot of book lovers that is part of the plot of book lovers, lovers. Yeah. yeah another emily henry novel um but yeah, so we're gonna, you know, put a little pin. We'll also have like a graphic up on our Instagram at Book Talking Pod where you can see where the map has taken us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can assure you there's gonna be large clusters, specific areas. There is. And it's, you're gonna be like, what? And sometimes we'll be in England. Sometimes we will be in England. That's so fun and silly to me personally. Sometimes you're in England and you're like, what? I'm in England today? It's always like London. London. London, England. London, England, yeah. So, meet cutes. We all know them. We love them. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's the title. You can watch the movie The Holiday if you don't know what a meet cute is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a ex- Yeah, it's explained in The Holiday. Meet cute is when our two leading characters meet each other, and it's usually in a sweet, silly way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in a lot of, like, this is, like, this is interesting, because in, like, enemies to lovers, there's two. There's mm-hmm. how they originally met. And then how they are reintroduced to each other later on in life. Yeah. So in Beach Read, they mm-hmm. first meet each other in a creative writing class, class in yeah. undergrad. Where they have and to like critique each other's works. Yes. And Gus was always like fucking brutal. He was like, he was like, you're a little fairy princess. You don't know what real life is. You don't know what real work is. And she's like, you're a stinker, but you're so hot. You're so hot. And also my mom is literally dying of cancer. Please be nice to me. <laughs> so please shut up. And be nice to me. Yeah. And then our second meet cute mm-hmm. our reunion if you will yeah. is in the coffee shop bookshop where january andrews makes a silly little fool of herself i think she like knocks over a display i i think 100 percent that's what she does yeah, yeah she knocks over a display and 
And they're like, she's like, yeah, I know who he is. And he's like, yeah, I know who she is. And it's like, grr. Grr. Bad vibes. And then they have to go to like this like book cl- they have to go to this book club well it's like meeting. a it's like a spy book club it's yeah. really funny uh-huh. it's called like red white no red oh, red white russians oh yeah something like that i don't know but it was funny because they both thought they were gonna like they're gonna be reading one of their books and then they weren't no neither of their books were read and <laughs> I, I like they literally were reading this silly little spy book and both of them, like, thought they were getting some free promo. Like. And they and they weren't. And also, I think it's really funny because it's, like, a tiny little town. Like, respectfully, how much promo were you guys going to get there? Like, literally, like, how much reach do you think was going to happen? Like, 12 more people? Whoa. No, like, there was four people in the, bu- in the, in the book club. <laughs> like, And are- one of them was Gus's aunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, she's already read your books. <laughs> she read it, and it's fine. Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah. I read that's, it. That's my nephew, I guess. Uh, yeah, and I read that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that either of their meet cutes are, like, my favorite, favorite in yeah. the world. Even with, like, enemies to lovers in the mind. Mm-hmm. I do like the creative writing class thing, though. I do think that's fun and silly. And it kind of gives us a lot, like, back. Like, it, it really gives us a lot of background on who they are. I think mm-hmm. a lot of meet cutes with enemies to lovers, like, that first meeting mm-hmm. or that how they know each other can be a little weak. Yeah, I think very, like, abrupt and just, like, over with. Very, And it's, like... This one little moment they've thought about for, like, the rest of their lives, which is just, yes. like, weird. But I think with this, I... It's, like, four years yeah. of Gus being an absolute yes. ass to her. Yeah, and if somebody did this to me, yeah, I would think about that all the time. And if I saw his books, I would be, like, fuck you. Yeah, it's not just, like, oh, like, we broke up ten years ago yeah. or something like that. Or, just like, they, like, were mean to me in a meeting once. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, no, this person, like, for four years, like, called me a fairy princess and then they almost hooked up with me. But had another girlfriend at the same yeah. time. So, like, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, we we don't have to like Gus. No. You know, because of what we know. And I think it, like, you know, it definitely makes us bond with January more. It definitely does, because I, yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah. But, yeah. I think some, I think the meet cute, like, this, you know, we're always going to rank a meet cute. Because I think it's, like, it's really important when we're talking about rom-coms. It, no, because it's pivotal. It's yeah. a pivotal scene. I just don't think this one is, like anything too far out there which is kind of why this is nice yeah i like it yeah. sometimes they're a little too like over the top and i'm like bestie this would not have like this would not happen and i do love that about the genre that like a lot of too. things will happen that would never happen and but i think it's it's always the meat cute that gets me mm-hmm. like that's like one of the things that i'm like it has to be somewhat Silly realistic fun, yes man. not like a hallmark movie where like you know they like run into each other and he catches her in his big strong beefy arm you know what i mean you're literally describing um danny brown <laughs> yeah, but they that's not their meat cute. I know. But yeah, because they've known each other. But anyways, sorry. Off topic. Off topic. Always yeah, off topic. Never um, on topic. But yeah, this is like a very middle of the road meat cute for me. Yeah, no. Like, I, it's not... I enjoy it. I think it's... She's good as is. She does what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. And I respect her and I love her. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can... I would change anything about <laughs> their meat cutes. No, no, no. Like, I, I think they're fine. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything that would make it better, so... No. It's just for the story. They didn't need something extravagant. I th- I think that like a good bit of it because like January is depressed as is Gus in this yeah, book. Yeah, they both don't know the words for depression. Yeah, they're both dealing with depression, yeah. and no, it makes sense that this is kind of like a lot of it's minimal, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes it so good. Um, so true. Yeah. So true. So that's, you know, our... Meet cute segment. Our little, our little, our meet cute moment. Meet cute moment. Moment. 
Mm, okay. So then our next segment is going to be ranking all the love interests. So we're going to kind of divide this into like, there's always going to be like a femme, even in gay romances. They, yeah. yeah. We, you know, this is our society really said, we're going to stick to the gender binary. Mm-hmm. Um, and the leading lovers are always going to fall into feminine mask. Yeah. I can yeah. give you I can give you a million books that do this and you can tell like if you can have one that doesn't do this um I will be so shocked because like even in queer ones yeah. there's always a mask and a femme mm-hmm. even if it's not you know that's never going to be explicitly stated but we can tell by the character one last stop yeah one last stop there's a mask and there's mm-hmm. a femme mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. like that I know that's a really popular one so that's why I used that one yeah. well also like Agreed. We will like I like I cannot I cannot say this enough. We will we will continuously reference other books, and we will, you know, we're gonna make a big Google sheet, and we're gonna track the ones that we've read, mm-hmm. track the ones that we're currently reading, and that we want to read. Yes, and then you know we can even track some like if if that'll be more helpful to people. It's like, you know, track ones that we've read in the past that we will reference. Yeah, because we we're will big, do that. Big reference girlies. We yeah, and I think that I think that that's I don't I think that adds. I think it adds me as well. Me as well. Um, so anyway, we're going to be ranking the, um, the femme love interest on a scale of, like, okay, to I'm not like other girls. Yeah. Like, an actual, like, an actual person to I'm not like other girls. An actual person to I'm not like other girls. Because yeah. I think we all are aware of that I'm not like other girls phenomena. No, and it's horrible. And it's debilitating. and needs... It's in, it's in, it's in a lot of, you know, of... <laughs> You know, a really prolific authors in this genre. Genre. See Ali Hazelwood. Ali, we love you. Love you so much, girl. Miss Hazelwood. Love how about this was amazing. Um, what was her name? Olive. Mm-hmm. She was an actual human being. B was. was not like other girls. No, she really was. She said, "I'm gonna wear my galaxy like Nessa. And we said, and we said, and that that is your right, Queen. But like respectfully, you're giving. I'm not like other girls. Yeah, you're giving out like other girls. I feel like January is very much an actual person. I think sometimes she... Actually, no. I think she has moments, like, when she talks about her style. Uh-huh, she's, yeah. When she, when she talks about the way she dresses, she dresses. she's not like other girls. Mm-hmm. And when Molly's talking about B and saying that, like, you know, the galaxy leggings, like, it's just her fashion that makes her not like other girls, I genuinely think that, like, everything about B was not like other girls. You no. know, she was a vegetarian. Um, She spoke, like... So many languages. languages she had yeah. tattoos of every place she'd ever lived on. Like, not saying she wasn't a cool person. She was a I cool am. person. I'm saying she wasn't a cool person. I don't like her. Me, <laughs> me, Allie, I'm going to ride hard for you. Um, you're going to, you need some redemption in my eyes. <laughs> and, and uh, Allie, M- Mike is on your side. Molly's not. Um, no. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Washington's on your side, but it's, but it's Mike. Yeah. The little so Hamilton true. reference. I feel like, I feel like Allie would. Allie would definitely Allie would like know. it. Yeah. No. I had to unfollow her from Instagram and Twitter because she kept posting so fucking much. I follow her. Allie, Allie, I follow you. I don't. I'm sorry. Allie, I... Res- but if you do want to send me some free arcs, I will never say no. I, that'll be your redemption. <laughs> that'll be your redemption. Your redemption arc. Your redemption arc. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. January Andrews, I think the only time she's not like other girls is her fashion, fashion sense with yeah. the... I, I only wear t-shirts with celebrities on it. She's like, it's a phase. You know, she like, acknowledges face. I can't remember a bunch of those scenes. About I remember her them. About her fashion. I re- I remember. I've re- again. I've read this book like maybe six times. Yeah, I think that's probably why it sticks in your mind. Yeah, I this one. But is, so she. Re- I think I remember the celebrity t-shirts thing. Are there yeah. any other instances where she? Uh, like- she wore. 
booty shorts mm-hmm. with the celebrity t-shirts. That was like her thing. She was like, I love my booty shorts. She had a pizza sweatshirt, I think. Oh, God. I might be making that up, but I think she had a pizza sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. She had, um, her, she has a thing for shoes, which I respect that. Me too, girly. And so she only brought three pairs of shoes with her, Uh because she was trying to pack light. Sparkly tennis shoes. Ew. Yeah. I think cowboy boots, maybe? Yeah, I think cowboy boots. And then these, like, designer, uh, thigh-high boots. Ooh. So it was just, like... January what? <laughs> yeah, that, I think. But also, I don't feel like there's ever gonna be a romance where somebody's like just a hundred percent an actual person. And I, I mean, yeah, because it's just like quirks. I, it's just like some quirks are cringe, and I feel like a lot of those quirks usually fall into fashion. But I, but like with book lovers, she just dressed like a sleigh queen boss. No, the, pussy, pussy the house down boots, sleigh queen girl. She was obsessed with her heels. She would never take her heels off. And but I respect that. No, I love a queen that can rock the heels. I think it's I think it's really different from like how January was talking about how she dressed. I agree. But I love January. Don't get me oh. wrong, I love January Andrews. I get like if it was a straight line, how far down the line would you put January from an actual person to I'm not like other girls? Like give me a percentage. Okay, so one is one I'm is, not like other girls. There's no. one actual human being. One is actual human being. Ten is on and like other girls. Yeah. Okay. We're doing a Likert scale here. A Likert scale, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, four. Four? Okay. That's I think I think valid. she's way before I'm not like other girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like definitely like, definitely like I'm a little different. I'm a little different. I'm not like, but also I just like, I think that's part of some of the trauma too though. I think some of the trauma is what makes her not like other girls. Yeah. I think this also would move very nicely into our next segment, which is when we talk about the jobs of Oh the my goodness, yes. I just We like, didn't rank we didn't rank we have to rank oh us. God, we didn't rank us. Sorry, guess you're perfect. Yeah, guess <laughs> Okay, uh our our rankings for this is do you need to go to therapy mm-hmm. or male wife? Male wife. Do you need to go to therapy is ten, male wife is one? Yeah. I like to think Sometimes two things can be true at once. I think Gus is a five. Five, yeah, right smack dab in the middle. Like you could be no wife, and he also needs to go to therapy. He needs some heavy therapy to unpack his trauma. Yes, but he's literally the epitome of a male wife. Yeah, and I love him, and Gus is perfect. So we, I have a lot less to say about Gus, and this will this will be like a, a <laughs> thing a with a lot thing. of yeah with our mask people. Just because we don't get to know them as well most of the time. We don't, and like we're not in their head. I usually like like I usually like the way that they are written. Because nine times out of ten, they're just written by someone like are like perfect idea yes. man. Yeah, like or just like a lover. So like I like that personally. Like they always like are not the worst person ever. There's a few where I'm like, oh my god, you're the worst person ever. Like borderline Colleen Hoover. We will not read Colleen Hoover books here. I'm so sorry. This is a Colleen Hoover not stand account. I just don't like the romanticization of bad partners. I don't either. Relationships emotionally or physically. It's just not in my vibe. No. It, so I won't do it. I don't think it should be anyone's vibe. And like, respectfully, if you if you only read Colleen Hoover, we will give you a million, million other, other books here. And like, I love if Colleen Hoover is what got you back into reading. Slay Queen Girl Boss. But maybe like, let's stop supporting that. Yeah, just, I just, uh, I, I think that's like another thing about like this genre is that like, there's so much good treatment, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, you can see a lot of what a relationship should look like, and in most books, you see exactly what it shouldn't and what it should look like, because yeah. we always have an ex. We always have an ex who's an asshole. Yeah, and we always have, like, you know, like, that love interest now, it's, like, making you fall back in love with the idea of being in love, mm-hmm. 
And I think that we need more of that. So please put the Colleen Hoover books away and read what we tell you to read. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, Most they're good. What we, what we are recommending you is it's good. good. So. so yeah, Gus is a 10 out of 10. January Andrews is a 10 out of 10 as well. Yeah. I think like, that these are really strong leading really characters. they're good for each other, too. Yeah, and our, our, our side characters, which we'll get to in a second, they're also, like, people. Yeah. yeah. They're actually human beings. Yeah. Um, Let's get into that. Let's get into the next segment, Molly. Okay, so th- I think this moves swimmingly into our next segment, which is our job segment, where we talk about the jobs of the two main characters, because sometimes I'm literally like... What do you do? Literally what? Like, because it's literally like... Are you just like a ruthless bitch who won't take any shit, or do you just have a fun silly job where you do nothing most of the time? Like and like, I feel like a lot of the fun silly jobs sometimes mm-hmm. can also like be in the like the idea of like I just created like my job and like I just kind of do what makes me happy and yeah. like, but like there's so many antics that fall around this. Ha ha ha. Literally, like they own a bakery. They <laughs> own a flower shop. They're uh, creating a, a small company. Yeah. And it's just like, the people work these jobs for realsies. And sometimes I don't think so, no. no. And also, most of the time they're like 27, 20, like, you know, not even that like old to be this far advanced in their career. I think a lot of the ones that we've read recently, they're like in their 30s. Mm-hmm. And I like that better. Yeah. I like that better. Because I feel like... No, girl, you're not going to be a CEO of, like, a Fortune 500 company at 26. That's just, like, well, that's not, that's it's not a thing. It's not going to happen. It's not a thing. No. Like, at all. So just, like, what? But in this book, both of our main characters are authors. Which so. is, it's super easy. It's yeah. super easy. And they both, you know, had best-selling books. So it's just, like, they're they're sad. Yeah, and they're, like, but they're, uh, this is, like, one of the best parts about it, too. It's just, like... They're opposites in the fact that, like, what they write about, you know, like, you know, Gus has written one of, like, the greatest American novels of his time, and uh, January writes romance, and... um, They're both really proficient in their field. Yeah, but, like, they're so similar because they love, like, they just love love writing. writing and telling stories. Mm -hmm. And I think this is definitely a good example of where their job adds to the story, because sometimes I feel like the job can be, like, an afterthought of just, like, we need something for this character to do. Um, and somehow to explain how they make money. Um, but this is like, no, this is a part of who they are. This no, this is, this is them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're writers. So, I liked, I like their jobs in this yeah, one. Yeah, and they like, <laughs> they, and they, and you know, they, they help each other, like, create these pieces of art. Yeah, it's truly the setup for the whole, the whole the book. The whole book. Like, without their jobs, we would not be here. We would so. not be here at all. Um. But yeah, no, I, I think that, I think that their jobs are... Make, like, also humanize them, too. Mm -hmm. I agree. Which is, like, what a lot of other jobs in these books do not do. No. And always the man is, like, some ruthless, like, like, he's, like, 26 and a CEO, too. And it's just, like, respectfully. You're not 26 and a CEO. You got out of college at, like, 21. You tell me you climbed that corporate ladder five years. No, because nine times out of ten, they don't even have a college degree. It's just, like, you would not do this without a college degree. Mm -mm. Some of y'all would not do it without even a master's. So it's just like you would not climb that corporate ladder that hard. The way you think you're climbing it. No, it's that's just not, that's not ideal. And I think it's very evident that these authors are authors and have not done these things. Had yes. a real world job in a while. Not saying that authoring isn't a real world job. Yeah, but like, like a corporate job. Yeah, like a cor- corporate girly. Yeah, that, I think that's that's a really different thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we actually enjoy their jobs in this. I one. do. I think it adds for sure. Our it's... next segment is called friends. Yes, friends? Question mark. Do they have them? 
The answer might be no. The answer might be no. And if it's yes, they're going to be one of these two people. They're going to be their married best friend that is either pregnant or already has kids or the gay best friend. Yeah. Um, and this falls in here, but also no, yeah, it doesn't. But yes, it does. Nice, it does. Um, so Gus's friends is he has. So he was married in the past and he has uh, a shared friend from that marriage um, who's friends with him and his ex-wife, um, and she's the one that throws the party mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the, you know, beginning, beginning of the book. book. And then he has his Aunt Pete. Yes. And Pete's wife. Yeah. And their kids are, they have these, like, three Labrador retrievers. It's, like, a, it's a thing. It's, like, a huge thing. And then um, January has her mom, mm-hmm. who's not really her friend anymore because they don't know how to talk to each other after her dad died and found yeah. out that he was a cheater, dirty, rotten cheater. And then... Her fr- her best friend Shadi. Mm-hmm. I think that's I you, think that's how you said yeah. it. Emily Henry, reach out. Let us know how it's pronounced. Yeah, it was a pronunciation guide. Just hit us up, Emily no, Henry. No, yeah, hit us up. Hit us up, book Emily Henry. We love you. <laughs> um, book talking pod, Emily Henry. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, and Shadi is also I think went to undergrad with yeah, them. In publishing. Yeah, I think she's in publishing. Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, we don't meet her in person until about the, the end of the, the book. Very end, yeah. But throughout the book, you know, they're texting, they're, they're calling, calling, and, you know, Shadi's in, I think, Chicago with this bowler hat guy that she has a thing for. Oh, I forgot about the bowler hat guy. Yeah. But that was a big, big part of the novel. Yeah, bowler hat guy having a thing for the bowler hat guy mm-hmm. and feeling conflicted about having a thing for the bowler hat guy. Because he's, in fact, wearing a bowler hat. Yeah. And that was her personality. Her we, guy, yeah. we we got to see how silly she was because of, like, you know, what she was saying about uh-huh. it. But we didn't get a lot about No, her. we didn't get to know a lot about her besides the fact that she liked Bowler Hat Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then... not really say much about that. Pete is definitely one of the most, most interesting yeah, characters. Out, yeah, sure. because Pete... Pete's always saying something silly... You know, she kind of is, you know, doing that thing where she gives little tidbits here and there about Gus as a kid and Gus's, mar- like, Gus's, like, failed marriage. Um, so, you know, Pete is kind of, like, an informant to us. You know, she's she's one of those side characters, which is yeah. also, like, a big thing in these books. She gives a lot of background Info. and exposition. She does, and she's good at it. And we she she's very likable. We really she's like likeable. Pete. Um, Do we, meet her, we meet her wife. Yeah, her wife is a geologist. So it's like another, like... Who's a geologist? I don't know. I don't know anybody that's a geologist. She's a geologist and she teaches at the school. Slay. Like, they have a community college near them. Slay Queen Girl Boss. Yeah, and uh, she just teaches about rocks. <laughs> rocks, rock. No, that's, I think that's a thing that they say in it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, that the, I think that the friends, I think Pete sticks out a lot. Yeah, but everybody else. Kinda. Yeah. But it's so Junior weird. and Shadi's, like, closeness definitely is nice, you know? Yeah. Just because we don't see her and physically. Yeah, and it's not a one-sided friendship. You yeah. know, like, also, like, you know, oh, January's yeah. talking about, like, Bowler Hat Guy and being like, you should go for it. Mm-hmm. Go see it. Do That's these things. another trope in a lot of romance books where the best friend is literally just there. To, to be like, wow, give him a kiss. Yeah, to give the main character, like, support and tell him to go kiss the guy, so. And Glad then, that's not the case here. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that this, the, like, these are actual people. You, they are, really are. Yeah. I like that. Um... I just do find it so funny how even, like, even, like, when the main characters are straight, the authors feel the need to be, like, oh, my God, side characters must be gay. 
And sometimes just like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, because Pete is, Pete is a lesbian. Yeah. Pete is a lesbian. Pete is a lesbian. Pete is a lesbian, yeah. Yeah. There's always, you know. There's always going to be the, the gay. The gay support s- character. It's yeah. weird. It is weird. I don't, I definitely feel like there's some, there's a lot to talk about there. But I don't yeah. know if we'll talk about it right now. Yeah, I don't think we'll talk about that today. Maybe <laughs> yeah. another day. Maybe another day. Maybe another um, day. Probably one that's more offensive, <laughs> but this one wasn't that offensive. So. No, it wasn't. I think Pete was just someone. Pete was a person that happened to be gay. And yeah. Sometimes it, they're just. And sometimes it's a lot of that, and yeah. I think maybe you know they're just trying to like throw representation in, mm-hmm. which is nice. It is nice, you know. But I feel like it's like a thing in every single one now. Yeah, like. Which is good. Gay people should be everywhere. Don't get me wrong. Gay people are. should be everywhere. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Just like. It's weird, but we'll talk about it more yeah. in, the, in the next segment. That's another conversation for another day. Another pot up. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we're at our last, we're at our, our last, last, like, ba- like our, like our last silly segment. segment yeah. yeah. Are you, are you, are you, are you holding on to your, your hats, your shirts, your jackets, your water bottles? Take a sip. Take yeah. a sip of your water. Take another. It's been, a, it's been a minute. Make sure you have another sip of water because it's about to get steamy in here. Yeah. It's about to get real steamy in here. We are ranking the smut. We are rank. We are ranking the smut, friends. Oh my goodness. So this is on a scale of like fade to black, where you know it's like Twilight. Yeah, like Twilight vibes. It's like it's like fade to black Twilight. Mm-hmm. Or makes you see me. Are we on Tumblr right now? Are we, are, are we literally on Tumblr? <laughs> are we on Triple X Tumblr right now? Are we on, are we on Twitter porn site? No, exactly. <laughs> um, and for this one. We're make, we're McSteamy. Yeah, I liked it. We're we're def- it's it's giving archive of our own, I think, on this one. Oh yeah, definitely like still fanfic vibes, but like good. Yeah, it's it's falling it's not like it's- Allie Hazelwood, I love you're writing great smut. Allie you Hazelwood, are. you're you're giving us Tumblr triple X. <laughs> and I feel like Miss Henry Miss Henry kinda falls into that like that narrow, like r- right before Tumblr triple mm-hmm. X where it's it's archive of our own. It's it's graphic. It tells us what it needs to, mm-hmm. but it's it's pretty realistic. Yeah, it's, uh, there's like some falling, some awkwardness. Yeah, like it. it uh, it's it's very human. It's yes, it's, it is. It is. It's very. It's very. Uh, it's it's natural too yeah. because there's I a s- lot of buildup. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I don't reread Beach Read for the smut, you know. And the, and some that's some people's right. I'm me, however. Oh, you do? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, so I, I... I haven't bookmarked. I haven't bookmarked. Okay. Um, I don't have this one bookmarked. I have it bookmarked. Um, I I just enjoy Gus and January's... Connection? Dynamic. I like everything about... Like, their togetherness. Like, uh, I think everything about them is, like, perfect. I think that everything that's, like, not perfect is kind of, like, what makes them perfect, too. Because they, like... They're so, like understanding like they're people yeah we're not hey we're just two dudes we're just two dudes that like each other that think each other's hot yeah that didn't like each other a minute ago except yes gus except did. gus all oh, that's i love that trope yes oh my goodness and i think that's like that's why the smut in this one is like so good because you, it, gus been fiending for it for a while gus is just like obsessed with january <laughs> and i want my man to or woman to be obsessed <laughs> Gus is like, at, yeah, no, it's great. I, I think that that's why this smut, like, we'll give her archive of our own level, you know, goodness. Yeah, realness. Um, it's not, it's not fade to black. I think there's only, like, two, two or three scenes, though. Yeah, there's only two or three. But I think that's pretty standard for these books, because, you know, they don't really get together to, like, at least the 50% mark. Unless so you're, really, unless you're Allie Hazelwood. Yeah, unless you're Allie Hazelwood, where, like, 
every fucking scene. Yeah. And you know what, Ellie Hazelwood? I respect thank it. You, thank you for doing putting in the hard work for yeah, this. I, I respect it. Thank you, Ellie Hazelwood. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think that if, if us like breaking down these segments doesn't show you how dynamic of a book this is... I don't know it will. I don't know it will. Yeah. I, I think this book is great. I, I think it's... Uh, there's a reason that it was like it's won awards. Yeah, I think it did. It run? Did it win the Goodreads Choice Award? I think it did. Yeah. I think it. I think it. I think it did. Because, because why wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't it? I'm not. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm stuttering. I'm rambling. I'm muttering right now because like my love for Beatrice <laughs> is just pouring out of me. You no, know, it is. Uh, I. I just. I love this book. I have. I have a smile on my face right now. Yeah. Like I. Like I. I cannot deny that this is probably one of the. Definitely. leading books of this genre i love it so much literally shining star for me babes and i know that and and i did not know that people like you know did not like this because it also focuses on like you know trauma exploration you know like we really we really learn a lot about like grief and how to go th- like through Handle that process that, yeah. and how to like be angry at someone who's passed yeah because a lot of the time you know you don't feel like you can do that and january january kind of like gives us this like safe space where we actually like can see that you can grieve in like a bunch of different ways mm-hmm. and you know we seeing gus i don't know figure so much out about him like his self you know coming from an abusive home going to uh essentially an abusive marriage yeah yeah um you know just not trusting people and being scared to like let people in yeah but knowing that that is one of the only ways to heal is yeah. to let people in again. And I just yeah, no, this book is great. This, this book, book is, is great. great. Um, and it has some great tropes. It has so many good tropes in yeah. it. Yeah. It's got enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers. Um, Man obsessed with a girl. All along. Mm-hmm. All, all along. along. It was he was not an enemy it was not enemy to him. No, it never was. It was he always was just man's and not know how to express feeling. No, exactly. Um I'm trying to think of what other tropes we get. Hot Mess Express Lady. Hot Mess Express Lady, so true. Um, would love that. Hallmark Town vibes. Hallmark Town. Um, gosh, what other tropes are there? I feel like people being in publishing these days is kind of a trope. That's it's true. So, it's Authors. very, yeah. And um, like the switcheroo of it all is fun to me. I guess like working with each other like that. Yeah, like coworker. Yeah, vibes. like doing like projects. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a trope. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I can't think I, of- I did want to add a segment about if you, um, if this were to be made into a movie, who would you cast as January? Oh my goodness. And, um, Gus. You know who I cast as Gus? Sebastian Stan. I would cast Sebastian Stan as Gus ever. I would never recover from that. I wouldn't either, but that's why I want it. I want him to play this freaky, he loves playing freaky little men. Gus is a freaky little man. What color is January's hair? I think it's brown. Okay, great. I've cast Zoe Deutsch as January. I love her. It might be blonde. I don't know. Well, Zoe Deutsch can be blonde. You know, she can Zoe do Zoe Deutsch can do it all. She really can. I'm, and if it wasn't Sebastian Stan, I'd cast Matthew Daddario. You mean Alexandra Daddario? Oh, no, I would cast Alexandra Daddario as January, actually. Okay. The Daddario twins are really... <laughs> not, But not casting Matthew. As opposite. Yeah, no, that would be weird. That would be, that would be really weird. <laughs> Alex, Al- Alexandra... And Matthew, we're so sorry that we no. implied that for a no. moment, for the quickest moment ever. I think, because she looks good blonde, too. She does. I, she's just... I think she would be a good January, because January's would. also tall. 
Oh, January is tall. That's so true. January's tall. So she. January's um got some curves to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she. I haven't seen um. Uh, well, no, she can play awkward. She's been in a couple. White Lotus. Yeah. I saw her in White Lotus. She knows how to play awkward. <laughs> she knows how to play awkward. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other actresses that would play. In my mind, it's always been Zoe Deutsch or Alexandra. I would also cast Dev Patel as Gus mm, Everett. Yes, yes, yes. Dev I agree. Patel would be a great Gus. Gus F. I agree. He'd be a great Gus. He would. He would. I'm trying to think of anyone else. It would be a great Gus. I know people have been um, on the Logan Lerman kick for him. I think he's a little. I think he's a little too young. young. Me, me too. Gus is older. January's like 30. Mm-hmm. And Gus is older than her. Yeah. He's like a four years older than her, and like, I think Lo- like Logan Lerman is in his thirties, but like he doesn't look it. No, I think it needs to be like we need to give like a young Dilf, a, a seasoned man. Yes, young Dilf. Young, young Dilf. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think Sebastian. I mean, I just can't can't think of anyone other than Sebastian so Stan and Patel right now. Yeah, Sebastian Stan Dev Patel, uh, leading lady. Gosh, yeah, no, I'm thinking. I'm really thinking Alexandra Daddario. That's valid. I think I think I think that would be good. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, we didn't we didn't do any research for this. I just brought this up right now. Yeah, no, so. that's, I'm literally just like I'm I'm thinking <laughs> through my head and like respectfully I can't think of any person ever right no, I've now. Never had a thought about a person. So, but I think those are good options. No, I think so. Um, I think there are also popular consensuses amongst the book talk community. Book talk, not book talking. No. I know, you can commonly confuse the two. They're definitely <laughs> the same caliber and popularity. Yeah. They're really, you know, we're just we're just on the same level. No, we really are. We're so famous. Um, gosh, no, that was a good segment. It Let's just, like, throw at me. Mm-hmm. I did not. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. Gosh, I, I no. I would be a good January. <laughs> it's <laughs> you, me. You just want to be opposite of Sebastian Stan. Or Deb Patel. Or Deb <laughs> No, that would be great. That's my dream. Yeah, that's your dream. <laughs> that's my dream. I I have yet to run into a rom com that I would cast as Pedro Pascal as mm-hmm. my as my leading man. Know. Yes, but I want that so bad. I'm sure we can find one. I'm sure I we want will. that. We I need will. I need like a like a handsome Dilf, big Dilf, big Dilf man. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, there's a book out there. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to find it, but we can't. Andrew Garfield could be a good Gus Everett too. He's too lanky. Gus is lanky. I thought he was bigger. No, he's not beefy. I thought he's a little beefy. Like a little, but like kind of lanky. Yeah, but I always imagine him with some muscle on him. I mean, S- Sebastian Stan can do both, as yeah. can Dev Patel, as yeah. can Andrew Garfield. I just, am I... He has dark hair and dark eyes. Yeah. That's what you're just, thinking. Well, Andrew Garfield is giving me like, I just can't All American him. Sweetie Boy. Yeah, All American Sweetie Boy. Even Spider-Man. though he's British. <laughs> British. Spider-Man, Jonathan Larson vibes, you know. That's fair, that's fair. I'm just throwing ideas out into I the know, wind. I know. I'm trying to think of someone else. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Emily Cook, January. Emily Cook. Yeah. Wait, the girly from. Uh, who plays Al- Queen Allison? In House of the Dragon. Emily She's Cook. So slow. Yeah, she would be good. You, have we seen her American accent? Who cares? <laughs> I don't. You'll, she'll figure it out. She'll, yeah, she got Emily it. Emily Cook. You, I, you can do it. It's, no, it's a, Olivia Cook. It's not Emily. It's that's why I didn't know you were talking Olivia about. Cook. Em- Olivia Cook. Olivia, yeah. I'm so sorry. We were th- we were talking about Emily Henry, and I said only Emily's, but like, no, she'd be so good. O- Olivia Cook would be great. No, Liv, Liv, she's so pretty too. She really is. No, 
Well, she's, do you see the Fenty? I did. Um, I did yeah. see. It. Hope everyone else saw the Fenty. Um, her Fenty ads. She's so slow. She is. I hope she's having a good day today. Me too. That's what she deserves. Not the uh, Golden Globes, but who cares? It's all a scam. I know it's all a scam, but the House of the Dragon won. They did win, and Emma and Millie were so cute. But Millie was drunk off her ass, as she should be. No, cause she... and Emma, they said, they said, gotta hold my little guy up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hold her up, or she's <laughs> And Millie's like, because they were sipping, they were all sipping on several Moet bottles. That's a different topic for another day. Not the we've all been there. Yeah. Well, no, not Moet. It's like fifty dollars bottles of champagne. I know. But I've been yeah. there with other bottles of champagne. <laughs> I've been there with hey. the Aldi brand of champagne. Hey. People have to do hard things. They really do. Um, but I think that might conclude our first our, ever episode. This is this is great. This um, really fun. If you hated it, I'm sorry. don't listen. Don't, <laughs> don't listen, listen again. Unless you want to continue to hate listen and get the views up. Then hey, we, sure. we won't mind. No, I I love free promo. So do we have to? Um, we're also um on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Soon to be Twitter. Soon to be Twitter. Twitter scares us a little bit. Yeah, um, I deactivated my personal account just because, like, things were happening, and I was like, I'm scared to be here right now. But, yeah, we're on all of those social media platforms. And it's book talking, B-O-O-K-T-A-L-K-I-N, pod, mm-hmm. P-O-D. Um, yeah, give us a follow. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give, give us a, a comment. Give us a share. Give us a... Please. <laughs> give us a winky face emoji. Give us a heart eye emoji. Give us a... Give us a salute emoji. Give us the melting face emoji. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys um, so much. We'll see you in two, two Sundays from two now? Two Sundays from now. Yeah. We film these on Sundays. We do, and we put we give ourselves time so we can read the book properly. and Because mm-hmm. like we said, we're schooling babes. We go to we school. We're, we're in university. We're in university. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, this concludes the pilot. The pilot episode of Book Talking Pod. We <laughs> love you. We will see you soon. See you soon, yeah. Mike and Molly out. <laughs>